Welcome to the Not So Easy Life podcast. I'm Brittany. And this is Miguel. And we are married and have almost four kids that we homeschool while living in a tiny RV. We're going as, growing a snack brand and developing a seven and a half acre homestead. Life is crazy. It's a full of adventure. It's not so easy, but it's a lot of fun. Well, welcome back. <laughs> it's been a journey and a lot of things have happened. Yeah, so we should probably change our intro a little bit because um, I believe it says we're about to be parents to four kids and we've had a lot of life changes since we recorded our first and only podcast episode. So um, if you didn't know, uh, we unfortunately had a stillborn uh, birth uh, of Zion Malachi Sewell on um July the 10th. 10th. Um, and so... Um, it was 40 weeks one day, and he was born without a heartbeat. And so we've been journeying for the past two months, months. through um, just that grief and process. And today we kind of just felt like uh, maybe just a stronger a place. Yeah, a time, a time to uh, jump uh, in and tell our story more. Yeah, and just a, a, an opening where I think the Lord has done a lot of healing, and uh, we've processed a lot, and there's uh, kind of came to a place of we we needed to share more um, yeah. to in a public setting, and so yeah, and we felt like we we wanted to share in the middle of the journey. Like we, I mean, it's been two months and we lost our son. So there's, it's not like we're, never we've been, arrived been, and we're yeah, done grieving. Never a good and, time. It's never, <laughs> but, but we felt confident that we wanted to share our journey during the journey, not after, yeah. you know, like not one day when we have another kid and we're, we feel whatever it is, like yeah. we don't want to wait. We want to share now in the midst of the hard. And, and, and so many times I believe there's never a good time to do so many different things whether it's start a business or have another kid or whatever it is get engaged or yeah, change get jobs or, or move or whatever there's never there's never a convenient time and so we don't think this is a convenient time we just think this is the right the, a time um, yeah. and it could have been um we're just going to see where what transpires and so um yeah. today we felt led to share uh, just one story i think for me personally you know, a lot of my time with the Lord over the past two months has been crying, has been asking questions, has been just worshiping, has been hoping for something, but, um, a lot of just asking the Lord different things. But this week I feel like there was finally some breakthrough in hearing the Lord, uh, whether there were a couple of encouraging words we got from other people where they encouraged us with things they heard from the Lord. And then there was also some places where I feel like I was actually hearing the Lord speak to me finally. And that felt really, really good and feels, um, I don't know, just like a new place in this grieving process and a new place in my relationship with the Lord. And so here we are, and we're going to share something that happened today at church. So it started. Well, I mean, um, yeah, through, through church and through listening to someone, uh, share an encouragement. Um, it was, uh, the fact that so many times that we, um, are call out or, or, or are needing something from someone, whether it be uh, your husband or your wife or your kids, <laughs> the president. I mean, you're always president. like... President. You said it weird. Oh. President. Presidente? Did no. I say, what did I say? <laughs> Nothing. It sounded like present. Oh, pre- yeah. Uh, Santa Claus, whatever it is. I mean, it's it's like, I need this dad or I need this mom or I need this... Uh, 
Presidente. Presidente. <laughs> um, no, but you're always calling out for something, and so many times that person uh, can never fulfill what your expectations are. But that it does not exist, or is that that is uh, not true with Jesus. When you ask and call upon the name of the Lord, He is uh, He is there. He is. Um, he is he's always listening he's always um coming through he's always providing whatever you need it's our um it's our responsibility uh what we are called to do is just ask and so um through the process of of healing through the process of trying to figure out where we were at during that season of of just unexpected loss um Brittany had um, to have an emergency C-section um, because if you didn't know, she, um, through the process of losing Zion, she was bleeding internally. And so uh, one of the areas or what, you know, one of the things that, uh, that we are fortunate to know and realize is that Jesus saved her life um, in, in, in that um, pregnancy, um, in that birthing of Zion, um, her life was saved uh, because of of what God did, and and yeah. the, the I would say just the the speediness of this uh, a, a doctor there. I mean, yeah. I just give her yeah. some credit. I mean, I think she saw something, and it was great to have her to be the her to be there. And so, uh, Brittany at the same time had an experience um, that she wants to share, and I think that has powerful. A powerful message yeah so today when um the guy on stage was talking about you know when we when we call out to our mom or our dad or we call out to the president or whatever we're calling someone's name like expecting them to come through that they don't you know they can't always come through for us but when we call on the name of jesus there's power and to me it just it took me back honestly to when we got to the or doors they were you know i feel like my eyes were closed I was still in pain because I was in labor. I mean, I was having contractions. I was um, emotionally barely there because they told me there was no heartbeat. And I was just praying that there would be, that there would be a miracle on the other side of this. I knew I was going in for a C-section, just all the things. And I just remember them telling Miguel he couldn't come back with me. And I remember him asking again, like, wait, are you sure I can't go? Because I think we were both just taken back by it. Wouldn't you say, like, we were shocked. You know, I, I... have never ever been in an emergency situation like that and if anything my i'm recalling what i see on uh tv shows Grey's anatomy when where you know the the husband or uh is back there you know with the wife by her side uh and i can now realize why i shouldn't have been there you know just yeah you know thinking back like so many things could have happened and i don't know where i would have been i don't know what state, state you I been in. could have yeah. been in uh, to even handle any of that yeah um, but I think you know coming from experience of like my sister or friends who have had c-sections you just like the husband gets to go and so when they stopped him at the OR doors I just remember hearing him ask again are like, you sure wait are you sure I can't go there's no way there's I can no go way. like in my words were there's, there's no, no way, way I can, I can go. go and they were like no I'm sorry and I, I think he kissed me and he said I'll be here you know something and I was just immediately, as they pushed me through the OR doors past him and leaving him there, I remember the words that came out of my 
heart, head, mouth. I don't know if I said it out loud, but I just said, Jesus, you have to be with me. I cannot do this without you. And that has come back to me multiple times that when they talked about calling out to the name of Jesus, that is it. And it was very tangible. Obviously I was calling out in the most desperate place I've ever been. Like knowing my baby was gone, not alive inside of me, although still desiring a miracle, you know, and then also knowing I'm going to a C-section and my husband can't be with me. Like, am I okay? Just all the things. And so today, as I thought on that, um, I began to ask Jesus, okay, you were with me. I believe you were with me. So where were you? You know, and I know a lot of times spiritually that's in like kind of the counseling, the spiritual place and my relationship with the Lord in hard situations. It's like asking God, where were you in this place? Like, show me a picture. And so I saw this picture today of Jesus wrapped around me, kind of like he was cradling my head in his lap, his arms around me and his hands were holding my heart. And I felt like what he was saying was that he was holding my heart in his hands and he was holding my heart together because he knew my heart was about to break in losing Zion. And at the same time, I felt like, cause I also, as I heard that and he was holding me, I was like, but who was holding Zion? Like, why weren't you, you know, that's kind of like my reaction. And he said like God was holding Zion, you know, so that was just a peaceful place. But this picture of Jesus holding my heart in his hands and he said, it's not going to break in half. There's going to be a deep crack, a deep wound in your heart, but my hands will hold it together so that it doesn't break in half. And then I saw a picture of his blood filling the crack in my heart and from it vines of flowers and leaves and trees just coming out of my heart and reaching so many people. And this is why we felt like we were supposed to share our story. And so then we sang the song and the line was, death, where is your sting? And we previously have sung this in the past two months. And I remember thinking, the sting is freaking here. I feel the sting of death, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. not feeling very hopeful and just feeling kind of frustrated. And like, I feel the sting. I don't feel like you've conquered death, you know? And, but in this moment there was some hope and there was just a newness of like hearing Jesus speak to me about where he was in this desperate, hard place. And I felt like the flowering plants were coming out of my heart, out of that broken place. And they were stomping on the head of Satan. They were stomping on him. And it was just saying like Satan tried to take my life, like literally take my life. And he did, you know, take the life of Zion. And he's trying to get us down with that death and this grief. And I felt like all this was just saying, no, you don't get to win. Satan doesn't get to win. Jesus's blood will fill the deep cracks in our heart that this grief has created. And from it, our story um, and our life will just, this whole thing in Zion's life will be, will catapult us into something new that's going to reach so many people as I see this like flowering and this vining out from my heart, reaching so many people and that Satan doesn't get to win because Jesus did conquer, um, death. And the last thing I wanted to say is today I also wrote down just a reminder of, um, just a reminder of Zion's life, his life statement, his declaration that we wrote before he was born. And one of the things from Psalms 102 says, I bless you to build, um, be built up and to be a builder of the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Yeah. And that statement right there was very, very hard for us to even understand because how was a, a stillborn going to build up the kingdom of heaven on on earth? earth? Yeah. And when he, he you know, <laughs> was an honor, what is an honor? Then we yeah. believe, I mean, we, we, we can easily believe that our other children, uh, uh, can do cr- incredible and miraculous, miraculous yeah, and things. And they have a purpose and they yeah. have all these ways yeah. they're going to change that's the world. part of our and... prayers for them. But how was, you know, a baby that, you know, we don't have or can't hold or can't, you know, uh, influence and, and pray, f- you know, see grow up 
uh, influence the kingdom or bring kingdom on earth. And that completely changes how we, you know, through this process, we've seen so many different things come about and, and essentially, uh, get cultivated or are planted, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and that we can now see will essentially be, uh, a ministry, uh, in so many different ways. And so, um, yeah, and so I just wrote that down, and I just felt like, um, you know, Satan's trying to get us down. He's trying to, like, take everything away that the Lord's, like, called us to. And I just feel like now we're just so much more aware of our desire for God, our need for God. We're desperate for Him. And it makes us more eager to share our life, yeah, share our story, to share Zion's story, so that the kingdom of God can be built here yeah. on earth through us and through Zion. And it's, I mean, this process will, will definitely stretch me and challenge me. Uh, more than Brittany, obviously Brittany's been healing through, uh, social media and through posts and I have been not on at all, um, social media at all. Uh, just, just not knowing where to begin, begin, I guess begin or just not know, wanting to connect in that way. Just like, I feel like there's more other, more important things to do than be on social media, which there are, there, but. <laughs> there are, I mean, I'm not going to argue one way or another. I just think, um we've come to a place of a lot of healing and, uh, you know, we're going to start, start that process of, of sharing, um, more of our life, uh, yeah. with people, because I think it can do, uh, incredible, um, uh, it can benefit, um, people that, to that are in that same place. Yeah. So. so I would just say sometimes this podcast might have like some cute little bow wrapped at the end where we have this really good purpose for why we share something. Sometimes it's just going to be sharing the journey because that's where we are. But we want to be vulnerable and real to share what we're in in the moment, not later after we have yeah. something, yeah, some big revelation of what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, we just know we're going to trust in the Lord uh, through the process and and figure it out one day at a time, and not yeah. try to have all the answers, but uh, know that Jesus is the answer. And uh, we'll just encourage you and hope this uh, this thirteen to fifteen minute message did something um and we know that uh through the process of trusting the lord um and not having fear to share um he will do uh greater and bigger things than we can expect yeah so if you um want to connect with us because maybe this just stirred something in you you want to share or talk about it you're welcome to reach out to us on social media at ezra snacks we're both there or you can reach out to just me at Brittany sewell and um, we just encourage you we want to tell Zion's story more and to help more people through his story so if you know someone that would you know just benefit from our story being shared and his story being shared or feel free help. To, yeah. yeah feel free to share it and encourage other people but have an awesome day or night um, we would love um, you to just connect with us yeah see ya